you'll understand that I am not the one who gets wrapped up in lines, money lines, parlays, or anything like that. So I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get into it, see if I can, because you know, I dabble on things. So you might not like something at first, but let me try it some more. We'll see what happens. So far, I'm not liking this because I haven't won. I don't like this parlay business, Joe. All right. Well, here's the beauty of the parlay. What you, am I? You're, like- you're 0 for 5. So this means, if you're watching on WRL Sports Plus, we have this empty uh, vintage Carolina Tar Heels championship Coca-Cola bottle that we drank uh, old soda from at one point. And I've been putting money into the bottle yep. um, for these parlays. And basically at the end of the year, somebody gets to crack open this bottle. They do. And then you get to do whatever you want with the money. I might buy myself a new five wood if I win. So here's the beauty of the parlay. Mm-hmm. You're 0 for 5 at $10 for five. chance. Yep. If you win this week, you're back to zero. All right. What do you got for me? All right. We have the Chiefs at the Niners. The Niners are a two-point home dog. Chiefs, Niners with Christian McCaffrey. Hmm. Chiefs will cover. Chiefs win and cover. Yes. Okay. You have the Jets, the red hot New York Jets against Mr. Unlimited. The Broncos are a one point home favorite. How? Is this game in primetime? The game is not in thankfully, mercifully, the game is, is not one, is in it, primetime. Is it a one o'clock game? No, it'd be four o'clock. Oh, four that's right. It's Denver, so it'll be in four o'clock. Uh I'm gonna so the Broncos are a one point home favorite. Jets are gonna win. All right, you got the Jets. And the New York football giants are on the road. They're at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Shags are a three-point, the home three, the courtesy home three favorite. Man, am I taking all the... Look at you, Mr. Mr. Tri-State area. I might be Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, I mean, the Giants continue to surprise. I don't see why that's suddenly going to stop in Jacksonville where they can't get out of their own way on a consistent basis, uh, unfortunately, for Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, give me the uh, give me the Giants to do that. All right, you're in Mahomes, the Jets, and the Giants. Can't believe yeah, I can't believe I'm taking the Jets and the Giants in this weekend. Whew. Hasn't gone well for me though. I'm 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 already out fifty bucks. But again, I know all you need to do is win this week. You're right. back to zero. Three to one odds on a parlay. If six I hit, to one. or six I'm sorry, to six to one odds on a parlay, meaning I'll get my money back. We shall see. Speaking of Mister Unlimited. All of this would have been understandable for people of what's been going on with with Russ and how people are now coming out of the woodwork to tell you, hey, man, Russell Wilson's kind of a weird dude. He's a little disconnected from everybody else. You know, they would have saved themselves a lot of trouble if they had just listened to Never Failed, the Russell Wilson story, available wherever you get your podcasts, which you and I did last uh, last summer. Nope, two summers ago. Was it two summers ago? (laughs) Yes. Oh, man, jeez, I'm losing track of time. Point being, this is not a known thing with this. This is not an unknown thing with people who have been around Russell Wilson for a long time or his time at NC State. But here's Mark Schlereth, who is still well connected with the Denver Broncos. He's a former Bronco. He's doing sports talk in Denver, if I'm not mistaken. And he's still doing stuff on Fox. But here is Mark Schlereth on Russell's shtick wearing thin on the teammates. 
obviously you know what you're getting when he comes in, right? You know he's got the quirky, you know, let's ride, and you know, and, and the, you know, he's just a, a little bit. Uh, okay, uh, we get it. You know, you're Mr. Positivity all the time, and everything is happy and uh, all that, and that's fine when you're winning. But the tone deafness, I think, is what gets to people. Like, hey, we just set the league back 50 years in the way we played on Thursday night against the Indianapolis Colts, and the next day I'm releasing my new hat line. Like stuff like that wears on people. Like everything, right as I'm going into the stadium, you know, it's you know, there's a staged photo shoot as I go, and I know the social media team is posting it, but time and place, right? Let's understand the situation and how poorly we're playing as an offense and how poorly you're playing as a quarterback. And before we start promoting whatever it is we're promoting, let's actually play some decent football. All of this tracks. That's Mark Schlereth uh, talking about Russell Wilson and all of the quirks that go along with it. And yeah, Russell Wilson's in his own world and it does work when you're winning, but clearly that's not the case. And he wasn't doing as much of that in Seattle. And now the Denver Broncos might be having buyer's remorse for two reasons. One, they brought on Russell Wilson. Two, Nathaniel Hackett was the head coach they brought in thinking they were going to be in on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. That hasn't happened either. So everything, everything that the Denver Broncos have done to try to reset. And you think the Carolina Panthers have been down bad? The Broncos continue to make mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. And even when you think, oh, man, you're going to be real contenders because you got Russell Wilson, he's not panning out, and their head coach looks like he's in over his head. So, hey, Panthers, you can always be in a worse situation like Denver is right now with Russell Wilson. They're bad. Can't score points, you're in trouble. That's the – I mean, wouldn't you rather be the Panthers in a rebuilding mode than the Broncos who just went yes. for broke? I don't know people are upset. Or there's some people who are upset about the trade and saying, oh, they should have gotten more. It's like Russell Wilson, you know, the, the Broncos gave up a one and a two in consecutive years. And at the time, everyone was like, that's it? Yeah. Because compared to the Deshaun Watson deal, but the quarterbacks are a completely different market. Mm-hmm. Completely different market. Yeah, and that's the thing. Any, anybody who's upset at the haul that the Panthers got for Christian McCaffrey is not understanding. You might love Christian McCaffrey. You might think he's great on your fantasy team. But the market for running backs, even a do-it-all guy like Christian McCaffrey, isn't as great as you think it's going to be, especially for somebody not only at that position, but who has a history of injury issues. And he's now in San Francisco. I just saw the video of him walking to the practice field in a 49ers uniform. And I'll admit, it looks weird. But this can be an opportunity for the Carolina Panthers to finally get it right. I will die on this hill when it comes to the Panthers. They got it absolutely wrong with how they handled Teddy Bridgewater and every quarterback move from there. And it's only got, you know, it's a big reason why Matt Rule is no longer the coach. Now, Matt Rule was probably not going to be the coach anyway because he looked like he was in over his head as well. But the easiest thing you can point to is you got your rebuild wrong. You thought you were ahead of schedule rather than sticking to a schedule. And now this Christian McCaffrey deal hopefully helps replenish their draft stock, and now they can truly start a rebuild. They can actually go out and get a quarterback in the draft and start building from there. But that's not always a given. You know, like you look at Kyle Shanahan and what he had to say about bringing on Christian McCaffrey and all the picks that they gave up, a second, a third, and a fourth this year, and then a fifth rounder in 2024. Not every draft pick hits, and they feel like they're in a window, right? They're in a true window uh, that they were building towards around Trey Lance, 
They still think they can win with Jimmy Garoppolo. They still think they can win with that defense. And they have difference makers on offense, whether it's Debo and now Christian McCaffrey. As you pointed out, Julio, it's not like the NFC is this overwhelmingly stout conference of football. It's not the AFC. So the 49ers might have just – I'd be curious to see what Vegas has to say about the 49ers going forward in futures after a move for Christian McCaffrey. We'll check in with Bomani Jones, ESPN. Right time is the podcast in a little bit. Get his thoughts on what's next for the Carolina Panthers. Who's actually legitimate in the NFC? Plus, what to do with Dan Snyder if you are the NFL owners and Roger Goodell. But we got a full slate of games to get into. And while most shows will try to break things down with actual football talk, I mean, there's no place for that on this show. So we pick games for ridiculous reasons. Let's go to the Hat of Nonsense. The Hat of Nonsense. All right, Duke is at Miami this weekend. Picking this game based on the coach that's the biggest Swifty. <laughs> Mike Elko, man. Mike Elko is absolutely a Swifty. Younger guy, a little younger than Mario Cristobal. He's got uh, he's got teenagers, so you know he's you know he's got that music bumping in his house. So I'm gonna go with Mike Elko on this. The question is, which color vinyl did he get or did he get all four variants so that he could make the clock for midnights that's my question for mike elko i'm sorry i I glaze over when you when you get into taylor swift mode sorry so who's bigger swifty mike elko or mario cristobal who do you think (laughs) who do you think mike elko went to penn yeah Mario Cristobal is one of your people, so let's go Mario Cristobal. What do you, one of my people? Hey, isn't he Cuban? Isn't he's he from Cuban, Miami? That doesn't mean he's a Swifty. Well, he's one of your people, now, so if, he's if a Swifty. He, so if he, if you said Pitbull, then yes, we, we are obligated to love Pitbull. Okay. But we, we weren't talking Pitbull. We're talking Taylor Swift. Mario Cristobal is one of your people from South Florida. Okay, fine, I fine, believe fine. he's also Cuban. Yeah. The only person I know from South Florida is Cuban is you. <laughs> you like Pit, You like Taylor Swift. So Ipso there, facto, therefore, Mario Cristobal must like no, Taylor Swift. No, 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 no. All Cubans love Taylor Swift. I think all that's Cubans what, from South Florida. I think that's what you just said. Right. All right. Next up. The Hat of Nonsense. I will pay attention to this one, Julio. Oh, no. All right. Syracuse at Clemson. Picking this game based on the coach that only listens to Taylor Swift and the new album strictly for recruiting purposes. Wait, which teams again? We're talking Dino Syracuse and Clemson. Oh, it's Dabo. It's easily Dabo. Dabo wants to go into a recruit's house and vibe. So you know if the recruit might be a big Swifty, he's going to drop a, hey, did you get the Midnight Blue cassette of Midnight's that was available exclusively on the Taylor Swift store? That's Dabo. Absolute Dabo. Joe? Uh... Both teams are orange. They are. Dabo was with the Crimson Tide. Is Taylor Swift associated with the word red somehow? She has an album called Red. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then there's your answer. Dabo. <laughs> she red. Actually, she had just put out Taylor's version of Red, too. Yeah. Cool. Ten minute all too well. There's your answer. Epic. There All right. Next. 
All right, Boston College is at Wake Forest this weekend. Pick this one based on the coach who would stand in line to get a picture with Taylor Swift. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. This is a, that's a good question, Dennis. Thank you. Because Clawson's a music guy. Mm-hmm. And Clawson has, I mean, we talked to Dave Clawson during ACC kickoff, and he talked about all the shows he went to. So based on this and Taylor's affinity to adopt 80s elements, especially on this last album, Midnight's. I'm going to go with Dave Clawson. Absolutely getting a picture with Taylor Swift. Which coach wants to get their picture with Taylor Swift? Yes. Jeff Halfley or Dave Clawson. All right. Well, I'll have to use my own logic. Yes. Jeff Halfley's from Bergen County, New Jersey. Uh-huh. I have zero interest in Taylor Swift. Therefore, Jeff Halfley will have also being from New Jersey from my neck of the woods in New Jersey, mm-hmm. has zero interest in Taylor Swift. Therefore, the coach who would want to get their picture taken would be the other person, even though I know it's not Dave Clawson. No, He's Dave not Clawson. from New Jersey, so I can't use my logic. Therefore, yeah. Dave Clawson. Okay, got it. Next up. The Head of All right, final one here. Bucks at Panthers ba- picking this game based on the quarterback. That has tried to slide into Taylor Swift's DMs. Oh, well, Tom is single, theoretically, or he's separating. I mean, Uh who's to say that, mate? Hey, look, for the next album, can you imagine Tom Brady being the focal point of Taylor Swift's writing? Oh, man. I want this to happen now. I wasn't thinking about this before. Can Giselle manifest this for us? That would be amazing. Also, who's the starting quarterback for the Panthers this weekend? Is it P.J. Walker Walker or is it Baker Mayfield who's doubtful? P.J. Walker. Mm. I'm still going to You can't really slide into Taylor Swift's DMs, though, can you? If you're Tom Brady, you probably can. No, you can't. I bet you he'll try. It's one who's tried to slide into That's not a thing. Yeah, it is. No. So, neither one? Not Tom Brady? Not P.J.? Taylor Swift's not Kevin Durant. She's not on Twitter. Yes, she is. She tweeted last night. You can slide into DMs on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. There's IG. Is she on Instagram? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. She's on Instagram. She's, she's like, big on Instagram. Yeah, like 288 million followers yeah, or something like so that. So Todd Brady absolutely sliding into those DMs as a single man. No, he's not. I mean, this this shouldn't say this, <laughs> but there's a but. Do I need the dump right. button ready no, no, here? No, no, like, she... What are we doing? Come on, Joe. Say no, it. no, no. I'll use. <laughs> There's a certain basketball coach. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When he got divorced, mm-hmm. I was eager to see like a Seinfeld like procession of different girlfriends each week. Oh, you know how Seinfeld had like a different yes, person yes. each week. Yes, all different types. Yeah. I was eager after that, but it, it ended up being the same one, and she was very wholesome and very nice, and. It, it ruined the fantasy. Like, so if you're Tom Brady and you've been with Giselle, in theory, mm-hmm. you'd want to have like a wild hair and just have every I don't different, know. like a Benetton commercial running through your Tampa mansion. Well, we don't know as uh, we don't as as our our guy in Durham, the pastor in Durham, had the famous thread. We don't know if Tom Brady's got the cholesterol to be out there. <laughs> right. We don't. I mean, Tom Brady is our age, so although he does eat charcoal ice cream, you know he does. <laughs> He, charcoal ice cream? Oh, yeah. I knew avocado ice no, cream no, was no. a he, he probably has charcoal ice cream, too. Probably does. 
That's a thing. It's Theo G alongside Joe Gillio. I'm Joe Obius. Taylor Swift's only 32, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's been, she's been famous forever. She's been at this game for a long time, forever. man. We'll uh we'll link up with Bomani Jones, ESPN Right Time is the podcast. HBO Game Theory here in a little bit. Christian McCaffrey getting traded is the big news of the day. And it it makes sense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has value. The Carolina Panthers are in a position now after they've jettisoned Matt Rule that they do truly need a reset for real, especially considering that they had uh, acted like a team that was going to try to be in instant contender mode, and that blew up in their face last year. So, anyway, it's the um, it's it's to me it's the right thing to do, and a second, a third, and a fourth is where they end up getting compensation for this upcoming draft. They get a fifth-round pick in 2024. Now the question is, can they make the right picks? And they got San Francisco to take the money. That's important. Newsy day here in the state, thanks to... Whoa! Wait a minute, Bo. It's back. You shaved your head. Yeah, like two months ago. But I haven't seen you like in two months. Has it really been that long? Yeah, I because so. you you've been you've been a you were on your you've sabbatical. been all over. You were in Spain. Yeah, I did take a world tour. You're right. Okay, and then the last couple times because you're a busy man, we get it. It's either been on the phone. We haven't done the video, so I have not. Last time I saw you, you had hair on your head. Yeah, no, I came back home, man. You know what I mean? Came back home. Okay, all right. Well, as you can see, I'm not. I'm considering it for real. You're on the way. Real. Oh, on the way. for real, for real. <laughs> I, unless Joe can like, give me a transplant of that, there's no way it's ever really coming No, but what you're not going to do is deprive me of the sight of you at, like, 60 with that cul-de-sac. I want to see, <laughs> like, see you become that guy, like, still going to play video games <laughs> and, all, and all of that stuff, right? Like, oh, no, no, that, no, no. That's no, what no, I'm no, trying to see. What you want, what you want is to me, you want me to go visit my guys at Nice Price with that cul-de-sac uh, and still trying to be hip. Like, oh, yes. I'm getting this new release today. What did Taylor Swift yeah. put Taylor out Swift. Today? Taylor Swift I, I, put out something new. I'll just, I'll just say this, though. Once you do get the full cul-de-sac, whatever you do, don't you ever wear no windbreaker. Um, that's going to that's gonna give a lot of signals that you don't necessarily want. Like, you just got to take windbreakers completely out of the arsenal. That's a valid point. Or I moved to Boca. So, I moved back. All right. Um, the Panthers had to do it, right? They had to do this with Christian McCaffrey. They got a second, a third, and a fourth this upcoming season, this upcoming draft, and then a fifth in the 2024. So, it's interesting on two fronts. One, I think the Panthers had to do it for a true reset. And then the 49ers, I guess, see, they've got a window, and they're just adding another playmaker. Yeah. I, the reason I was surprised by this is that the whole Shanahan system, and this is going back to the elder Shanahan really hinged on the idea that you could put anybody back there yeah. and you could go out there and make it happen, right? From Terrell Davis, six-round pick, to Mike Anderson. Like, you know, that was the idea is that that was part of what made this attractive is that you didn't really have to spend any money on running backs. So I was surprised that they gave up capital to get a running back that they were going to have to give as much money to as at least I'm presuming they're going to have to um, give to McCaffrey. That surprised me. Problem is, unless McCaffrey is a quarterback, the problem is still the problem. So I think they'll be able to do some pretty nifty things, but they still have a quarterback who occasionally in Super Bowls closes his eyes and throws interceptions. I Do I have to do the rest of the show? I had a good thought today. I was smart today. Yeah. Do I have to do the rest of the show? 
that was my thought from before. I'm so proud of myself right now that I actually <laughs> had a thought that you that you had. So you're the smartest person I know. So other than my aunt Joe, I got so I, got I mean, I don't. I, I why do I have to continue? Are right, you just gonna step out? You're good. I mean, I probably yeah. should, no, right? Probably it's not gonna get any better for me, is it? No, Ever? No, probably not. No, probably not. Probably I have no not. chance. Um, moving on to other issues. Was. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. Was it a coincidence that Jim Ursay, Colts owner, was the one who went to the cameras and said, yeah, yeah, Dan Snyder probably needs to be looked at. We probably need to get rid of it. This is coming after the ESPN report that, hey, Dan Snyder might have some dirt on people. Here's a man in Jim Ursay that his stuff has played out publicly. I mean, he had a bag of cash in the back of his car for some personal issues he had to work through. It almost felt like those, what dirt do you have, Dan? What dirt could you possibly have? Well, that was my thought, is that the question, it wasn't a coincidence, no. Um, was it Jim Ursay's idea? That's where this gets to be a bit more ambiguous. I'm actually inclined to believe that it was his idea, okay. and my thought was the same as yours, which is, how are you going to expose me, dog? The thing about it is, how are you going to expose any of these cats? They're bulletproof, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the only place that you can expose these cats is to their wives and children. Right. Like that's the place where you can get them. But in terms of the public, we've decided we're just going to let these people slide. And we've come to the conclusion that there's nothing we can really do about it. And see, that's the thing to me that's so bananas when you start talking about um, Dan Snyder, which is, dude, we have demonstrated how much we are willing to let slide from NFL owners, owners in general. And they're coming for you. That's how beyond the pale you are. I was going to say, do you think they have the ability to go after him? You know, we, we've seen this in the NBA. I mean, the, I mean, the Donald Sterling bar was, I mean, they had, they, we had decades of evidence. And I know we have a lot of evidence with Daniel Snyder, but do you think Roger Goodell will now kind of circle the wagons and go after him? Um, I think it is possible that it can happen. I think the owners would prefer to not have to put themselves out there with a vote to do it. Um, but yeah, because the thing that the Clippers have in common with the now commandos is they're two greatly underperforming assets. Like the idea that they built a stadium with 90,000 seats that opened, I think, in 1997 with a reasonable presumption that they could fill that stadium up. They now only sell 64,000 seats per game in a market that size. Like that is damning and indifference literally removed seats team. from the upper deck mm -hmm. right <laughs> like, like the the indifference that they have toward that team in a top 10 market in a football mad country is bananas and they want to get that right there out of there and you can get 24 out of 30 um voters to say we're not on board with that guy owning that team bomani jones espn right time is the podcast game theory on hbo uh, you saw the story where the fan won a 50-50 raffle and the check bounced from the foundation. <laughs> you saw that, right? I did not see yeah, that. From Washington, yeah. So this is Washington. You know, uh, Apparently the payout was nearly $30,000, but it was a sheer drop. It was less than half of – it was more than half of what it was two years ago. Like basically this idea that nobody's going. The 50-50 raffles have diminished in their value because nobody's buying it and nobody's going. But the dude – had his check bounced by the organization and then he put three thousand dollars you know they give you the money the funds up front right the way the story goes he put three thousand dollars in savings put that away for tax purposes right because he knew he was going to get taxed so when they realized there weren't funds 
the bank wanted the money back, so they took it from checking, and it hit him with an overdraft. So he got double screwed by Dan Snyder in this particular case. There is nothing worse than whether someone wittingly or otherwise gives you a bad check, Mm -hmm. right? There's nothing worse because you assume the check is money. You put the check in, you take a little bit of money out off of the check because the check is money. And the next thing you know, that negative sign is there and you can't figure out what happened. It's because somebody yanked 30 G's from you. Like in this case, <laughs> you put 30 G's in check and you're not keeping 30 G's in check. No, and no matter no, who you are, either no. you're going to blow it, you're going to transfer it, whatever it is. Bad checks, like, it's a reason people get shot behind bad checks. Like, it's a reason why they put your face on the cash register. It's just a horrible inconvenience selfishly Bo you're in New York and I'm trying to come to grips with the Yankees and Astros series give me a give me a little bit of the vibe check there in the city for the Yankees down now down 0-2 oh man I mean I heard a lot more noise about the Mets blowing it than I'm hearing about the Yankees being down 0-2 right we'll see what it looks like you know bringing this back if they go down 0-3 then it's just you know then you're going to wind up hearing it all over that's place. a full-on Aaron Judge next... apocalypse coming next though right I mean yeah it's gonna be so that's gotta be the big story the... there come on yeah when he gets the biggest contract <laughs> ever after a not so great postseason it's gonna be really awkward and he better hit 65 next time so he could be the true home run king again you think the he'll true home run <laughs> he is you think he'll get it from the Mets or the Yankees oh he'll get it from the Yankees let okay. me tell you you can't let him go to no. the Mets. And if we're going to be honest about this, if you're Aaron Judge, you can't go to the Mets. Like, like this is this is has anybody ever done that? Like, I just don't think you can do that. Yeah, that would be that that would yeah that would be a bad idea. But the, the Mets have not had an owner like that before to well, make no. that type of move. That would be kind of like a little bit of a needle like that. Yeah, well, I mean, so the Cohen thing is fascinating because this is a guy with his own skeletons, right? But they don't care because he's given an air of competence to the Mets for the first time, literally ever, okay? And he's got all the money in the world and he's willing to trick it off. And so, yes, I do think he's willing to put a contract in front of Aaron Judge that would be just so astronomical that it would be impossible to pass up on. The Yankees are being far more financially uh, prudent than they were under the previous uh, Steinbrenner. Yeah. I I see the situation that's there. If I'm judged, though, I just feel like I'm setting myself up for a miserable life mm-hmm. if I do that. I also feel I like could he, be wrong. I also feel like he does like his teammates. Like, yeah, from from afar, and, it doesn't look like he's a. Uh, he doesn't look like Russell Wilson. It does look like people actually yeah. like him. And unless he's trying to like literally buy a team, the difference in your actual lifestyle between those two deals is probably going to be non-existent. Right. Speaking of Russell Wilson, how's this end in Denver, man? I don't know. So the first question is, do you think he's finished? Right? Like, that is – and it would not be the first time we've seen somebody end up finished when you didn't realize it until it was like, oh, my God, he's done, right? Like Donovan McNabb, that happened with, right? And and the thing I said about Russell Wilson when they made that trade was – I don't know if I want the 33-year-old guy who's taking 45 sacks a year. Like, like I've always wondered when that was going to wind up coming home to roost. Mm-hmm. So the thing that's so wild to me is I've just never seen people across the board just feel so comfortable taking personal shots at somebody. 
right? Like I don't like we always talk about what a like when a coach loses a locker room. This mm-hmm. is the first time I've ever had to hypothesize whether a quarterback lost a locker room because football players generally don't believe they have the leeway to get like if if the quarterback lost the locker room, you get a whole new locker room. Like that's typically how it goes. He doesn't seem to have any corner of this that's his. Mm-hmm. And I just I. I've never seen anything happen like this before. So I don't know, but I know this. They'll have a new head coach next year. Yeah. If they like if they are bad this year, they have no choice but to fire the head coach because you're already in on Russ. You're going to have to go and find somebody to figure out how to make it work with him. Have you ever had to go through somebody's manager that was a friend of yours? No. Yes, Bo. But to be fair, no? no, I've never had I've never seen anybody through a manager that I was cool with. Not but, you. I'm saying, has anyone else been like, hey, I, nah. I'll talk to you, yeah. but you got to go talk to Because apparently, no, 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 nobody no. at ESPN has an ego that big. Well, the one question that I do have about that is, oh, it don't oh, sound, oh. no, no, no. It I don't, don't know. Sound, I'm calling it, BS on that one, Bo. You ain't even heard what I'm about to say. All right. <laughs> okay. How cool were Russell Wilson and Richard Sherman ever in the first place? Never. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if you're Russell Wilson, and now all of a sudden, Richard Sherman, guy you're not cool with, is trying to hit you up, mm-hmm. right? What is he hitting you up about, right? Because if you do want to talk to me about something that's business related, I will send you through somebody because that way you actually get on the calendar, right? But this is not an old friend trying to get up with Russell Wilson. Yeah. It's a dude who used to know him. No, Marshawn, well, Marshawn Lynch apparently in the same boat too. Don't forget. Yeah, but, was... but I but I ask you again. How friendly are these oh. people, or were these people? Now, to me, you're, I am you're you're glossing over the Weeby Clubbing picture that Russ went out. Remember, he wore like a Bo oh, Jackson right. jersey or a Raiders two tone jersey, and he thought right. he was hard. Like, come no. on, come but on. I'm, but I'm saying, but the only thing I'm saying on that is, I would like it was a bad look when I read about it, and I could see how it was a bad look in all of those things. But I also recognize that there has been a turn on Russell Wilson that is strange to watch for a dude that hadn't really done anything to anybody. I've never and I think that's what Lynch was like kind of saying. I think Lynch was yeah. like, yeah, I'd like to reach out to him because he, like people are really turned on him Well, the way that they have. But he has to that's, what, that's the way I took it from the podcast. Yeah, I did, yes, I did also. Yeah, like, hey, I'd like to reach out to him and talk, just just check in on him, see how he's right. doing. But, but it's a reason, why, but there's a reason, and I don't know what it is, it's a reason why they didn't have his phone number. Right, like, sure. like it doesn't sound like these guys actually have his phone number. Sure, right, because that's Russ. Yeah, I mean, you, you, we've never seen this before because, as we experienced here, you experienced it when you were in this market. They broke the mold with Russ, man. Like yeah. he, he is. He clearly has manifested in his mind the type of person he wants to be, or how he wants to present himself and be the superstar, Mister Unlimited. Um. It might not vibe with people in the NFL. He clearly looks like he has separated ah, when himself. When you don't have the results. When I, I, you don't but have I would the even results. argue that he is so not far even removed. Before. Even yeah. Before. Even before. Like the, like but I guess he had the cachet before. with Seattle in terms of yeah. the backlash now yeah. is because you're so bad in prime time. Yeah. It's, it's happened in prime time. Every week. Also, yeah. But it's also happened now that he's more famous than he's ever been. And yeah. I think something that is easy to undersell is how much more famous an athlete in general, but a football player in particular, becomes when he is in a relationship with a real, live, famous person. Like, there's levels to this. And so 
you go on your news apps and algorithms and stuff like that, you're going to get more Russell Wilson content than you would have gotten before he met Sierra because yep. now he trips over into something else that then blasts the stories out. Like, I couldn't believe how many, like on Apple News, I had to tell them they gave me a Russell Wilson topic. And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want this, right? But I was stunned by how many people were writing just columns of, hey, this is why you don't sign a quarterback. Oh, this is the, oh, don't say let's ride again. Oh, don't ever do this. I've just never seen a level, like there's an aggression to this simply because you don't like them. Yeah. Like it isn't even really about the football. It's just you don't like them. And it's wild because I didn't know y'all didn't like them. It's the OG. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Obis, Bamani Jones. Right Time is the podcast, Game Theory, HBO. Bo, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. All right, man, you guys be good.